1: Well, here we are. It's another Monday of mix Shots after an uneventful day that uh, Mickey Spagnola is very happy. He did not make the trip to our nation's capital over the weekend and uh, was not in attendance uh, personally. But I know, Mickey, you took it all in. And here we are. That's why we call this show mix Shots, because there will be plenty for you to fire away at today.
2: Same song, different verse, right? <laughs> I think we've heard this story before, and it's starting to get old. And I would imagine it's getting old for the Cowboys. Uh, not enough offense, uh, not nearly enough defense. Uh, and, and to me, we understand why they're struggling offensively, uh, defensively. Uh, you know, it's getting to the point, Bill, where. Uh, the only conclusion I can come to is they're just not good enough. And that might be the, the worst indictment uh, of a group that can be made. You know, before it was the system, we're not used to these coaches. And at, at, at seven at seven games into the season, they're just not playing well, not playing well at all. And uh, I don't know if they can get better. Uh, Steven Jones uh, today on his uh, – segment radio segment said uh, he still has hopes that this defense is evolving well it needs to start evolving a little bit quicker because they're still making mental mistakes and they still aren't good enough uh, for some reason up front uh, to stop anybody including the Washington Redskins who came in with the 30 second rushing offense mm-hmm. in the league they averaged which would 80.
1: be dead last dead last in the league (laughs) right (laughs)
2: 82.2 rushing yards a game and they go for 208 are you serious uh so yeah this this is i i thought we hit rock bottom last week but i think we're underground this week
1: and there's everson walls everson walls is joining us how you doing everson
3: i'm doing just fine can you hear me okay
1: I hear you fine. I'm not sure if the rest of America and the worldwide web, web Chris does, gave me but
3: thumbs up. Chris yes, indeed, up. Chris he gave Beam, me two our producer, up, by the way. So there you go. I'm good, but the Cowboys are not. And by the way, Bill, thank you, Captain Obvious, for clarifying what uh, Spagnola was talking about. <laughs> uh, this reminds he, me so much. Uh, you know what? It would be good if it reminded me of last year's Pittsburgh Steelers. If you recall, they lost Roethlisberger. Uh, they came in. I think they were down to their third-string quarterback as well by the time the season was over with. But you know what they did? They made an extremely gallant effort at hanging in there. You know, Mike, uh, the coach Thomas, he was like, look, no excuses. You know how he is. This guy refuses to take handouts from anyone. And uh, if you recall last year, they didn't make the playoffs and, of course, now you're looking at this year. They're, they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. But good teams go through this a lot. It's how you go through it and that makes a difference. And right now, I don't think the Cowboys know what the hell they're doing. Offensively, uh, we use the word excuses. Excuses is really not uh, a big enough word for what the problems that they have with their offense. Defensively, there are no excuses. These are the players that we signed. This is the system that we wanted. Mike Nolan, although he's never been successful and with any defense that he's had, we assumed that these were the players that he needed, and we assumed wrong because it doesn't matter who he puts in. It doesn't matter how they simplify the uh, the game plan itself, and I can't see a defensive game plan being so difficult that it makes you play as badly as our defense has been playing all year long. I have not seen improvement, and the only improvement that we may have seen was against teams that were so horrible. We saw improvements against the Giants, right? Well, yeah, that team, we should have improvements against their offense. They were horrible. And the same with the Redskins, but we were even worse. So it lets you know where we are at the bottom of the barrel right now. And and guys, I said to my son yesterday, we have the worst team in the NFL. It's just that simple. We have the worst team in the NFL right now. That's not speaking as a disappointed fan. That's not speaking as an alumni whose pride is hurt. As you look at this team, we have no fight in us at all. That's what makes us right now probably the worst team in the NFL.
1: You know, you mentioned Pittsburgh from last year, and as you were talking, I looked up Pittsburgh. The difference with Pittsburgh last year, of course, they lost Roethlisberger uh, for the season, and they were, and their offense then was like was ranked 27th in the league, uh, 30th in the league in total yards, 31st in passing yards, 29th in rushing yards. So they were horrible on offense. Okay, and that, and, and where the Cowboys are with their offensive line right now. Uh, that's pretty much the territory that we're talking about with all the injuries that they've had. The difference was on defense, Pittsburgh played lights out last year. In yes, fact, they, did. they were number one in the league in sacks with 54. They were number one in the league in takeaways with 38 takeaways on the season. The Cowboys have two takeaways on the season, and they were top five defense Uh, overall
3: last year and so (laughs) yeah one for each fist Spagnole there you go one interception for each fist there you go
1: (laughs) and uh so you would like if you're going to have the number of injuries that the Cowboys have had on offense where you're by necessity going to be a pedestrian offense you have to have your defense step up and play and the the defense has not been there all year
2: and you must have just read my column from Friday because that was my exact point. You know, I understand what's going on on offense. You don't have your quarterback. You, you've got a bunch of guys that you didn't even know were going to make the team playing uh, the offensive line. Uh, and you need and you're you're, have, you're struggling with turnovers. I get it. But that's no excuse for the defense. You could still play defense, Uh, And that's the most troubling part of this whole deal uh, is that they let this team come in and nearly gain 400 yards. They ended up with 397, all right, 397. This team had not scored more than 20 points during their five-game losing streak, and they scored 25. uh, What did they have, 22 at halftime?
1: Yeah, and uh, so, Mickey, Mickey, they didn't have to go over. If they needed to go over 400 yards, they could have easily gone over 400 yards. Right, but they shut the exactly. game
3: down because
1: there was uh, yes, no threat. They, the only they way they were going to let the Cowboys in the game How was sad. to turn it
3: over. The, the uh, Washington football team took pity on us. They, 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 were, they were like, this is not even fun anymore, beating up on these guys. Let's. They, they pulled out the white flag. And
2: well, they were winning the ball game. If they wanted to take pity, they could have not done a headshot to yeah, Dalton, and, and, Andy Dalton. Yeah, I think
1: I, I think it, they weren't taking pity on Dallas. They were protecting themselves from their quarterback, who's prone to turn the ball over. And so, <laughs> so you, let, you, you they get up twenty-two to three on you at uh, halftime, and they're not going to take any chances at all in the second half, especially with what the Cowboys' offense looks like right now. I mean All right, you want to talk is that your first mix
2: shot, John Bostick? John Bostick. <laughs> Golly. What what do you think goes through the guy's mind when he does that? Or there's nothing going through his mind? I mean there was no need. It wasn't even a close call. And even if he wanted to hit him on the ground, he didn't have to lead with his head to hit his helmet so hard he knocked the helmet off. I, I thought that was just inexcusable. And if he doesn't get suspended for this, I know he, he got not. kicked out of the game, but he should I be suspended. I don't think he's going to be suspended. Yeah, think the reports they said he will not. not be suspended. Yeah, and I saw that too, and I want to ask why not?
1: <laughs> maybe they floated it out there to see what kind of reaction there might be, and maybe they, when the when the decision comes down, maybe uh, some public sentiment might. Uh, factor into their ultimate decision on it.
2: Well, this should be like hockey. If my guy gets knocked out so many games, then <laughs> you get knocked out so many
3: games for your offense. So if this is baseball, then we're coming at him, right? Next next man up, we're going <laughs> to throw it. Next pitch
2: batter. is at your, yeah, at your noggin, right? Yeah, absolutely. What
3: I but, saw was, uh, you know, I, I saw not just the personnel on the field, at this point, our defensive coaches are at their wits' end. They have no idea what to do, how to do it, who to play, who to punish, who to promote. You know, right now, they're just throwing people in, and nothing is working. And when you're at that position, uh, you talked about the Pittsburgh defense. They've always had that pride about them. It goes, once again, to our culture here. You know, we talked about this, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Uh the Cowboys have never really, you know, put the emphasis on getting an off a defensive squad. We were always known here with the Cowboys for well, aside from Doomsday, uh, we have always been known for having that offensive squad that that making every game where we we can come back. We can be those cardiac kids because offensively, we've always had the tools to do that, and we've always had those. Since the nineties, we've had those players, Charles Haley, Deion Sanders, Woodson, uh, you know, Kevin Smith. Good players, but we we weren't really known ever as a defensive force with the Cowboys since the 70s, really. That's just what we we were never known for that. I think that that has to change here nowadays because there are times when offensively you can score all the points you want. We saw that last year, and we saw that at the beginning of this year. But Offense sells the tickets, and defense wins the games. We always talk about that. Defense right now needs to be shored up from a personnel standpoint. I know they've been trying to get it in there. I know they've been signing the Everson Griffins. They've come in with all these guys. We feel good about them. But as a team, I, I don't think anyone is trying to have any accountability defensively. I don't. I don't see anyone stepping up and saying, "Man, I got to do better," you know. I, I'm horrible, and and almost everyone on the front seven can practically say that, but no one is really saying it and then holding their other teammates responsible as well.
2: See, and and, and okay, I get that, but I don't get the mistakes, and and that's the part that is inexcusable. You know, you can get beat physically. Maybe I don't have the physical talent to do this, but the mistakes they're making. Think about it. The, and, and I believe it was a it, it was a third down. It was a third down play. Maybe. Let me see. I got my notes here. I got all my shots here. Ready there you to go. go. There you go.
3: <laughs> Get it together, Mick.
1: So it's
2: second and five at the Dallas Forty Five. They blew What
1: part of the game are we talking about here?
2: Uh, this is this is early. This is okay. uh, maybe late first when quarter. When it was
1: still a game. Quarter. Okay. It
2: was still a game. Second and five, the Dallas 45. They blitz Xavier Woods. All right? Nobody covers the tight end. He gets a free release downfield for a 26-yard gain. Some guy named Thomas. Seriously? <laughs> And he the, had a ball game yesterday. Yes, he that did. That wasn't his only play. <laughs> and, and, and think about it. There, there was Some nobody. guy named Thomas. And they end, up, <laughs> they end up in single safety high, and the closest guy to covering the tight end was Donovan Wilson, who had to come from 20 yards deep in the middle of the field to go to the sideline to cover the tight end. That's not covered. Now, how does that happen? And and, and then on the 52-yard touchdown pass to McLaurin, they hadn't completed a pass longer than 29 yards all season long. That was his longest completion for Kyle Allen 29 yards and he hits a 52-yarder because the rookie defensive back is looking inside. I don't know if he's looking at the corner or if he thought the pass was going to go underneath and 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 he and he kind of stutters himself. The guy didn't do nothing but run a nine route straight down the That's field. It. No stutter That's move, it. no no fancy nope. get and go. He just nope. ran straight and he gets blown by for a 52-yard touchdown pass. How do you make that mistake? And see, and that's it's the why same thing they did last. Was that last week? It, yes, absolutely. Same thing. same thing when they had the three guys, and, and Worley. it looked you didn't like see, the exact same route. And, and you didn't see, and you didn't see a lot of Daryl Worley on the field this game either. By the way, <laughs> uh, and I got another guy that doesn't need to be on the field anymore is Don Terry Pope. That's three games in a row he zeroed out. His he played forty-eight snaps. I mean forty-eight percent of the off of their snaps, the defensive snaps. And he zeroed out. Nothing. Three games in a row. His name is not even on the defensive tackle chart and the play-by-play. Three weeks in a row. I don't know if they think I we just gotta put him out there, but he's not doing anything. I could zero out. So they're just the mistakes they're making. It just this is seven games in. How do you keep making those mistakes? Now I understand a rookie, right? When you you're going to start a rookie corner. No offense to Everson, but you're going to have to live with some growing pains. I understand it, but still, that that that's just very simple. And that's why after the draft, I was really concerned when I heard all these people talking about. Oh, they've drafted these two corners. Trayvon Diggs and Reggie Robinson. These guys are going to step right in and be day one starters. Better just hold the 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 boat on that one a little bit because the only it takes problem you have with that the only problem you have with that Spags is
3: we assumed that he would come in and make plays, or either one would come in and make plays because we had no one back there really making any.
2: But see, but that's not right, because Chidabay Awuzie is a good corner, and they miss him really badly right now. They need him on the field. Uh, and, and I know at times he gets beat on those, those 50-50 balls, but at least he's covering somebody. He's not letting somebody run 10 yards past him before he decides to turn and run. I think, I think what you have
3: with... Uh, your secondary is they wanted to have they wanted to show improvement. Yes, we had Jones, we had uh, we had a woozy we have a Wozier. But what we were looking at was trying to get some players in here that could make plays on the ball, because we still needed a secondary with that type of mentality to help the offense when they were stuttering. I mean, this is really where it came from, Spags. Our offense was blowing people away, just like we did earlier this year, uh, in regards to numbers and production, but we had to go 80 yards the whole time. You know, that's my narrative. I'm the guy that that has been on board with this the entire time, so I know where your frustration is coming from, but where do you go when you have a defensive backfield that is stagnant in their production? That's they were trying to improve that. So here we go. We bring in guys that are making plays on the ball.
2: Yeah, but they're college guys. Well,
3: you brought two in, right? I mean, the Robinson and and Diggs. Yeah, yeah. So you assume that this is going to be part of your new wave of players that are going to be thinking turnover as well as still being solid players, Spags, as far as recognition and, and coming up, making tackles and things of that nature. Which Diggs does a lot of that, but. You come here, you have no pressure. You have the pressure of being a Dallas Cowboy, and I'm not giving these guys excuses at all. Trust me. What this, this, the play that he had yesterday? I mean, you can't, you can't let, you can't watch Worley do the same thing last week. Here you, you do it coming up this week against you know some of the the, the better, uh, the best wide receiver on their squad. Remember, I picked uh, Diggs for pick to click. Because I knew they were going to come at him. I thought he knew that they were going to come at him. But he stands there with his feet in cement. So all you're looking at right now is a continuation of what went on last year. Well, actually, it might be a little worse now. Because as you're giving up the big plays, you're not making any of your own defensively.
2: This isn't even close to last year. They no. finished They finished ninth overall in yards right now, right now. They are 13 yards a game from the pace of being the worst defense in franchise history, giving up the most yards after seven And what, seven what year was that, 60 or 89? No, it was 2013. 2013. <laughs> really? They gave up the most yards in franchise history. Wow. Was that Rob I Ryan? I assumed
3: that it would be us in no, it, was, it was
2: it was the year after Rob Ryan. But I think okay. second or third was Rob Ryan in 12, I think, or 11. Wow. So, so
1: Mickey, they were making the transition from a 3-4 to a
2: 4-3? Right. Back then.
1: So, to Marinelli? To a 4-3. Yeah, from a 3-4 to a 4-3. There you go. Right. Well, now they're so, in a four-three. Right, exactly. But they're they're having they're having difficulties trying to figure out what defense they need to be in. <laughs> what, what, what's, As what's the season Rob's started, number?
3: someone someone text me Rob's number. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna
1: call. <laughs> 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 All right. When we come back here on Mick Shots, Mick, you took us through the first score well the second scoring drive and the third scoring drive i want you to take us through the one that made it 22 to 3 there were three third down conversions in that yes. possession for washington that you might have some mix shots about
0: when we come back on mix shots hey there cowboys fans with tide cleaners at home pickup and delivery cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient Back, back, back to Mick shots.
1: Don't miss your chance to get tickets to see the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium this season with home matchups remaining against the right now unbeaten Pittsburgh Steelers, the next home game, the Washington football team, the 49ers, and the Eagles. A limited number of tickets are on sale now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com tickets. I think the Steelers might be playing the Ravens this week, so they may not be unbeaten when they come into AT&T Stadium uh, next
3: week.
2: So,
1: oh, bring uh, them Emerson. in
2: undefeated. That'll be more interesting.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no. Bring them in after they lost. They'll really be pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and they came away with a victory
1: yesterday against Tennessee, and uh, Steve got Goskowski missed a field goal that would have tied the game and forced overtime. 45-yarder. Uh, right. Yep. All right, Mickey. So yes. you were running through some key defensive lapses. In the game against Washington, you got us through 15 to 3 in the first half, which essentially ended the game, but then the Washington put the game away on their next <laughs> possession, starting with 7-13 to play in the second quarter. It was a 60-yard 10-play drive and it and there were 3 Critical third down conversions for Washington on that drive. And by the way, in the game, Washington was 9 for 15 on third down, 60% conversion rate. The first the one was worse before they, that
2: game. Weren't they the worst in the in the league? The, 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 the offensively challenged Washingtons, by the way.
3: <laughs> That's, right. That's they, right. They were the worst third down uh, team, offensive team in the league, correct? Before before yesterday? I've got I'll check that out. Uh, let's as, go with um, it.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <There you> go. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> All
3: right.
1: They're facing a third and five at their own forty five yard line and the Cowboys come with a blitz, Mickey. And what yes. happened on that play?
2: Uh they blitzed and they're gonna throw a little short pass, I think it was to the running back. Yep. And Leighton Vanderish gets called for holding. He didn't yep. let the running back out, so that's an easy conversion. Yeah, uh, so there they, you
1: just gave them the first down without them the first executing down. anything.
2: They uh, they had them in second and fifteen after a delay of game on the next set of downs. Uh, Allen throws to McLaurin for six. They've got them third and nine at the fifty, and they allow Allen to run out for thirteen yards. Thirteen yards. They led him good out of the pocket. Yeah, and he doesn't run
3: much at all. He looked good. He stepped. He 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 was like a, a running back. He saw the hole. He hit it. He dipped to the outside. People nipping at his heels. It you looked know where he learned how to do dramatic.
1: that. You know where he learned how to do that? Watching, Kyler, <laughs> watching Kyler Murray in practice at Texas A&M. And then, and then he, 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 it refreshed his memory watching the Cowboys against <laughs> Kyler Murray last
3: Monday night. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: I have to right, so there no, is a I'm conversion. Gonna, gonna, you, got, that, that, you got then, one then more got conversion. Down. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and then there's another third down conversion. They go two tight ends. It's third and one at the 15. And they get that guy named Thomas one-on-one with
1: <laughs> Jalen Smith.
2: Yeah, some guy named Thomas one-on-one with Jalen Smith. And he, I mean, he's challenged. He can't cover. I still think they've got him playing out of position. Uh, and I'm not sure what his position is, but he's not the guy that's going to run with those guys. That's the weak side linebacker. Uh, and, and he ends up, uh, missing the tackle and, and it's a touchdown
1: and by the way logan thomas uh, former college quarterback at virginia tech uh in fact he's so he's their version of the belldozer. He's he's our he's Washington's belldozer, Blake Bell being a former college quarterback, who,
2: who was, by the way, one play away from taking over at quarterback.
1: That's what people were asking: Who who goes in if something happens
2: to Danucci And something could have could have
1: happened to Danucci the way they were coming at him. Oh my he, gosh! So, so
3: when you when you go back to the Vanderess play. Uh, that's one of those things where it wasn't for lack of knowledge or uh, uh, determination. I think he was going to blitz that play. And uh, he the realized first one? on Van Der Esch. Yeah, on the hold? The on penalty. the hold. Yeah, yeah he was, was, gonna yeah, he was that, blitzing. He was going to yeah. blitz that hole. He yeah. was going to blitz that hold. and The running back wasn't going to block him. He was going to release so that was kind of a, a, a knee-jerk bam-bam play as far as his reaction was concerned. And you're right, Spags. Jalen Smith, man. You know, I've been trying to give him something. I've been trying to give him, you know, a little time to adjust to whatever's going on till Van Der Esch gets back. I mean, he is what he is. He's a, a, a decently athletic player. He's got speed. It's all straight line. Uh Let's just face it, he has no footwork, he has no hips for playing man-to-man. I mean, you have to have a certain mentality to play man-to-man at whatever position you are. And he's just not that guy. I mean, he's still a guy that we could use defensively uh, as long as we protect him well. But when it comes to -to man-to-man defense, Jalen Smith is a much better zone pass linebacker than he will ever be on man-to-man.
2: So that touchdown, by the way, got us to uh, – did that get us to halftime, 22-3? Yeah,
1: well, that was – you had yeah, an interception before – there were still three minutes before, left, and they yeah. had
2: the, the big, long drive, uh, and it ended up with the pass just a little bit behind Zeke for the interception, right? So right. I had written down here, since they were at 22, uh, that I, I saw a note where uh, – the the uh, Washingtons had scored <laughs> 30 or more Washington. points only one time in the last 35 games. So I figured they were on their way to 35 for sure uh, at 22-3. That's especially can, especially can can s- considering
1: the Cowboys... Are, the track yes. record. If Washington had gotten to 30 points in this game, the Cowboys would have tied the all-time record, which Jacksonville did later in the day, uh, giving up 30 or more points in six straight games. But uh, Washington only got to 20, 25. So,
2: yeah, they shut it down. Otherwise, they they would have if they had to, right? I wrote so in the third quarter. Uh, they didn't score, right? And I was like, well, this is like a victory. They shut him out in a quarter.
3: What, I saw some unusual things yesterday. I don't know if it was just, you know, McCarthy being at his wits' end, not knowing what to do offensively. I, I, it almost looked as if uh, Pollard
2: got a lot more playing time than I thought he would get. I yes, think he did. got it in the it, late in the game when it was like, there's no sense using up Zeke. We're not okay. going anywhere. Look, and here's the thing that I thought they, they, they very smartly did on offense. They finally gave concessions to the fact that that offensive line is not capable of blocking anybody, especially one that has five first-round draft choices on it, yes. including Chase Young, right? So yep. they, they started off with two tight ends. They played a lot of two tight end, right? Uh, they ended up with shorter drops, quicker throws. They adjusted to, to their deficiencies. And I said, okay, this is working. Well, on the, uh, on the, uh, the sack fumble that, that caused the safety, they had two tight ends, and Schultz missed, he, he missed his block. And then Irving missed his block. And it's like you've set everybody up to do what you're supposed to do, and then you don't do it. And by the grace of God, Schultz recovered the ball in the end zone uh, for a he safety. Better of it a was touchdown. his man that, that right. made the yes, play, yeah, absolutely. He's, supposed to, he's got nothing else to do because
3: his man but, is now assaulting the quarterback. Uh, but you however, play, uh, however,
1: however, let me let me throw in this because Schultz recovered the ball in the end zone for a safety and the Cowboys then had to free-kick it back to Washington. Instead of giving up seven points on that play, had Washington recovered in the end zone, the Cowboys gave up nine points. So I think Good when time. there is a fumble in the end zone, just go ahead and let the other let team it go. recover it. Let it, go. let it go.
3: Let it go. And then at least you'll be getting the football back, okay? <laughs> Well, it shouldn't be automatic that you're going to give up nine. First of all, it it should not be automatic. That's the problem that we're dealing with.
1: <laughs> that's that's right, the
2: defense right. you're dealing with.
3: That, that, that's
1: right, which is which is what happened last week against Arizona when Dalton threw the interception down at the Arizona 21 yard line, and it was like a knife through butter, 20 yards here, 22 yards there, and they weren't pass plays; they were run plays, 79
3: yards, and you give up a you know that was points off a turnover. <laughs> but Spags, you were, you were right uh, before Dalton got hurt, you know, offense was still. Uh, somewhat uh, productive. Actually, we were in scoring position, and I'm sure you're going to go over that, uh, and then we, we threw the interception.
2: So They ended up, and I, I wrote about this uh, ad nauseum, but I just want to make sure I didn't forget the total. They ended up with 142 yards of total offense. I had to go back kind of season by season, to 2001 to find fewer total yards offense in a game. And it was the season opener with Quincy Carter making his NFL debut at quarterback. And they totaled 127 yards against Tampa Bay in a 10-6 loss. 10-6, they got beat with 127 yards. Quincy completed 9 of 19 passes for a grand total of 34 <laughs> yards. And I still remember i still remember writing my lead to my column that day was, had the Cowboys started any other quarterback, they would have won the game. But now they were going to go with the rookie because he could run and he could throw and he didn't know what he couldn't take a snap from center. <laughs> Well, at least he had a good
3: defense to help him out. Yeah. Just a bit. I mean if we was if he was if
2: Quincy was with this defense, <laughs> we're looking at a disaster. <laughs> Which by the way, I'll give I'll give Channel Eleven credit for having Quincy on their special last night. I said, oh, this is kind of poetic justice. He yes, was on your is. living room. What do you guys call that? Living
1: living process. room sports. And, and by That's the way, the right Quincy, uh, it was about a nine-minute interview with Quincy Carter that Keith Russell did. And uh, by the way, this is great news about Quincy. He's doing well. Yes, he, he, uh, is. he is, uh, he went, uh, in fact, Thomas Hollywood Henderson got him down to Austin. There's yeah. a, a rehab place called BRC Recovery that he went through that. And uh, Quincy is now over a year sober. And so that's uh, very, very good news. And, uh, of course, we, we wish Quincy uh, the very best. Yes, uh, now we, do. He, yes he's, we do. He's uh, 42 years old now, and he, he's got his own uh, quarterback school. He uh, mentors young quarterbacks. So that's all right. the best to, to Quincy Carter. All that's right, we continue stuff. with more Mixed Shots in just a moment.
0: What do you call a group of grown men and women who get together every week proudly wearing the star to share a three-hour-long ritual of cheering, shouting at the TV, and raising
3: their Miller Light together while yelling, how about them boys? You call it Miller
0: Time and Cowboys Nation. Here's to the only beer of the Cowboys celebrating 60 years of greatness. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
2: Back to Mick shots. Coming to a Cowboys game this season, make sure you know before you go. Wear a mask, keep distance, and be prepared for cashless transactions. Please be aware of all safe stadium policies prior to arriving at AT AT&T Stadium. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash safe stadium for your details.
1: Very nice way you fought through that, Mickey. We got the that? PA uh, system in our ears. That's ear. professional broadcasting. There,
2: <laughs> he it has had the stars to on show
3: it. for it as well. Good job. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we touched
1: on the uh, the Bostic hit on Dalton earlier. Uh, I'd like to ask Everson, what were your thoughts? There, there's a big, uh, uh, a lot of. Um, well, the question was asked of McCarthy and players after the game about uh, cowboy players not rushing to the defense of Dalton after that
3: on the field. What, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't be one of those players. That's just not <laughs> my style. You yeah. know, I'm a DB, cornerback at that. <laughs> but no, you want the you want your old linemen. Those are the guys that you want to step up, and even if it's questionable you want your lineman to be there to enforce you know any type of uh payback you know or, or at least uh, some type of uh, show of uh unity uh he laid down there I didn't even see any of his linemen come to take a look at him to see how he was doing
2: no and two guys ran up there to take a look at him. they did run up there but see I, I this think... is this tells you how much inexperience they have on That's the right. offensive line they That's don't know right. better. They hadn't played enough to say, oh, I better go rescue my quarterback and at least get in this guy's face, right? They were were concerned about about how, how, I mean, he wasn't moving. He was not moving. You know, it it reminded
3: me of those days. They weren't even even, uh, alerted enough, you know, to say, hey, he's not moving. I can't help him, but I'm going to go send a message to somebody over in that huddle. You know, I'm going to go try to find 53. That's what I've seen happen before. Once again, not me. Let me make be clear about that. <laughs> but you knew that some, I always know someone's going to go looking for number 53 or anyone that is wearing his uh, the same jersey. And you're going to at least go over and make your feelings heard and possibly felt if you have to. Where, Those moments like that, and I know we're in a, an emotional state here uh, on the field, but there are moments like that that can sometimes spur a team to get their heads out of their butts. I mean, even if it's for that, that particular drive or to even finish that game, but the change in attitude, that was kind of an opportunity for them to show that. But what it did it, it was just a reflection of the kind of team we are right now, in disarray, total disarray.
2: Where was you know, George th- Teague when we needed him, you know? <laughs> you <That's> right. <laughs> but think about it. Who, who was going to do it? Like, all the, all the wide receivers, they were down downfield. Field. The tight ends downfield. I don't know who was that running back. Uh, at that time. And then you've got a bunch of young guys that, I don't know if it went through their mind, but had they gone and done something and got thrown out and fined, that was their game check because none of those guys are making any money. It
3: it doesn't matter how much experience you have, Spags. There are certain players that just have that mentality, and I don't care how young they are, I don't care how much money they're making, their immediate reaction is going to be to go do something. If he has it in him, no matter what uh, age he is or what his income level is, if he's got it in him already, he's going to go do something about it. We just don't have that type of – those guys, that wasn't those type of guys, that group of guys. They needed I thought Tyron. maybe Badass would be one to do it. I mean, that's why his name is Badass. I thought he'd be out there to do it.
2: <laughs> they needed Tyron on the field for that one. Ty- Tyron would have escorted that guy to the locker room. Right, that's and what really, he should be. It, it, And that's one of those things where you,
1: uh, you know, offensive linemen are engaged with other defensive players. They may not see the hit when it happened, but once you see your quarterback laying on the ground with his helmet off like that, then you can kind of deduce what happened on the play, and that's when you
3: bow up to somebody. And, you know, that's when your, your whole T.O. moment comes in. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback laying on the ground, and you have to be emotional and at least have some type of reaction all those guys are worried about who's going to be calling the next play and make sure they don't make a mistake when the when the next play comes up. That's, that's well, they were, they were all there. in.
2: They were all in the end zone trying to prevent a damn safety again. <laughs> Mickey, do you uh, have you gotten any reports? Uh, Mike McCarthy
1: will talk at four o'clock today as his uh, conference call uh, day after conference call. Uh, do you have any reports on Dalton? And I know he flew back with the team, um, and so his status. Going forward, since he's in concussion protocol for this game against Philadelphia, will be one of the big stories of this week, I guess.
2: Yeah, and Stephen Jones on his segment today, radio segment, said he's uh, obviously in the uh, concussion protocol, and he said we just have to wait and see how he progresses uh, during the week. But gosh, you guys, the way his eyes looked when they had him coming off the field, I I think he's going to be hard-pressed to be ready to go. Uh, if you consider, and I know hits to the head are never the same or equal, but Zach Martin looked considerably better when he left the field last week, and he got need in the head uh, in his helmet, not like this one. This one, to me, looks significantly worse. So uh, if they have to go forward, I-, I would imagine just because he's been practicing – Ben Denucci's your starting quarterback with Garrett Gilbert uh, the backup. How yep. much did Garrett
1: Gilbert uh, was he uh, he was on the practice field last week? Was he through COVID protocol by
2: then? I think he was eligible to be on the practice field last week. So since I, mean, I wasn't I mean, the there, one, I,
1: the one advantage you have there with Gilbert and, is he's playing. And probably, yeah, is is the fact that he's older, more experienced player, and. If you want to protect your young guy, <laughs> Danucci, you know. Boy, but, he but, could get bro- but The I other part of it is Denucci's been in, in the two.
3: offense ever since the start of training camp. And, and there yeah. was he thought he was gonna be broken in two as well, Spag. Right. <laughs> you see how you see how quickly he got rid of that ball on the first snap? Oh my God! Oh the the the, sho- the little shovel hand. Talk about pitch. hot potato. Talk about hot
2: potato. <laughs> yeah, but he stood in there and threw that completion down the field. Oh, that was amazing. Well, first of all, and this is another
3: thing. I mean, just small things that you just could have been worse, could have could have been nothing. Why would you call that type of play to a quarterback in his first play, in his first NFL ball game, no warm ups, and you want him to make that timely pitch to On a Z. rainy day too. He said the a ball rainy, was slippery. Wet day. And I mean, you know. Just show sure you back, back that could and have off. also been disastrous. And then next thing you know is okay, it's bad enough. I'm in here first and 10, and we're getting our butts kicked. You want me to have a second and 19 now, and then I got to get us out of second and 19. First and 10 is not enough. I got to have a second and 19. So you don't want to put your quarterback in these unnecessary situations. I just, I just thought that was for Keller
2: Moore to call that, it's like he never played quarterback before. <laughs> right. All right. I'm going to leave you. With, I'm going to leave you with this one too. So going into the game, the Redskins defense—they uh, had 16 snap, uh, sacks. Eight of them came in the season opener against the Eagles. So that means they only had eight sacks over the next five games, right? Um, and they end up with six against the Cowboys, uh, with I think it was eight quarterback hits. That's how bad the offensive line was.
1: Well, the good news for the Cowboys—they playing what? against a Philadelphia yeah, what team. What is that? I'm waiting to hear this good news. They—they've got a. They're playing a Philadelphia team that has <laughs> just about as many injuries in their offensive line this week. So that doesn't make just me about feel any. Better. Not quite as Does many, Depending, depending on exact mark. And gets just
2: remember, the they're only a half game out of first place. That's right. Yeah, we're and still, still the Cowboys, in the hot, baby. <laughs> if the Cowboys
1: win. Back in first place for a potential battle of first-place teams next week when the unbeaten Pittsburgh Steelers come to
3: town. Oh, my God. All
1: right, we're over that one. 24-hour rule is in effect. It's on to Philly now. And more mixed shots tomorrow. So long. Girl.
3: Go Cowboys. I still mean it, damn it.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
2: How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!